Hey mama, welcome to today's episode of the Made to Be podcast. Today we're going to be talking about self-discovery. We're going to look into how you can begin to peel back the layers of who you are and find out what are your unique traits, what is your personality, your gifts, what are your strengths, so that you can begin to really build a roadmap towards becoming who you're made to be. I am so excited to talk about this one. I cannot wait to dive in. But first, before we do that, I wanted to read you this review. This one comes from Elizabeth Hushkins, and it is titled, Inspiring a New Wave of Moms and Women. She says, Mary so powerfully and gracefully rebels against the idea that women must sacrifice all of themselves when they become mothers. The idea that women can actually be better mothers when they lean into their gifts and passions and desires lights me up. I am so grateful for her voice, her wisdom, and the vision she casts for women everywhere. Elizabeth, thank you so much for leaving that review. It really does mean a lot to, yes, lead this movement of charting a new path for mothers to lean into who they are, even in the midst of motherhood, that they don't have to let themselves go. And if you are loving this show and want to leave a review, you can go ahead and do that on Apple Podcasts. Just go to my show page, scroll down a little bit, and you'll find a little section that says write a review in purple words. Just go ahead and leave your review there. And you never know, you might be featured on the show in the future. All right, so let's move on to this week's episode. Just make sure that you pop those earbuds in. This one is going to be so much fun. Make sure you open that notes app, grab that pen and paper, whatever you have on hand, and let's get to it. Hey mama, welcome to the Made to Be podcast where you'll learn to let go of the shame, the stories, the shoulds, keeping you boxed in and unfulfilled and trade it for a life where you lean into what lights you up Reclaim your confidence and step into the life that you were made to live. I'm your host, Mary Smith, Mama 4 and Certified Life Coach, and I believe that God has big plans for the gifts, talents, and dreams that He's given you. I'm here to help you bring them to the surface so that you can do the kingdom work you were chosen for. So if you're ready to say yes to your calling and reject the lie that you have to choose between raising a family or pursuing your God-given passions, you're in the right place. So grab your coffee, a pile of laundry, and tune in because mama, it's time to become who you're made to be. So I know that a very common struggle that moms face is knowing who you are outside of your role as a mom. Oftentimes, you don't even really know what you love to do or what you're good at. You don't know where you really shine because the truth is, as mothers, it is so easy to lose sight of ourselves and our interests because we are immersed in the world of caring for the needs of our children, helping them grow and develop. And also, we're dealing with a lot of societal pressures that... We're supposed to place ourselves on the back burner. And so today I wanted to give you a really practical and immensely helpful tool that you can use as a jumping off point when it comes to rediscovering who you are, and that is personality assessments. Now, there are a lot of different personality assessments that you can find and take, But I wanted to highlight two in particular that I have found to have been the most helpful to me on my own journey. So when I go back to that point in my life where I remember feeling like 
I'd lost sight of who I was. I didn't even really know what it was that I loved to do anymore, who I was beyond my role as a mom. I would think about, you know, when did that actually start? And it honestly really began from the moment that I became a mother. I remember coming home from the hospital and, you know, obviously there's family and friends excited to see the baby and talk about, you know, my experience with labor and birth and all that. But I do remember, you know, it was all of the questions that were asked to me was about, you know, how I was doing as a mom, like, how are you doing nursing? How are you doing with sleeping at night? You know, how are the baby's bowel movements? Like every question that I would receive from friends and family, obviously at that time they had to do around, you know, being a mother. And it makes sense, of course, because we are in this new transition. We have gone from being women without children to becoming a mother. So it makes sense. But what ends up happening is instead of it being a temporary time where, you know, we're in this phase of, you know, newborn life and adjusting to this new season where there, there, there's this focus on me being a mom, it goes from being a temporary thing to kind of just being my whole identity it almost felt like there was this unspoken law that who I was before I became a mom didn't really matter anymore. Like you're a mom now. That's, that's all that matters. And I think that we're doing moms a huge disservice when we hyper-focus on that particular role that they carry in their lives. When we're not asking them about, you know, what's lighting you up? What are you really interested in? Are you taking time for yourself and your interests? We're not asking them those things. And we're only talking about things in relation to who they are as mothers. So I remember, you know, also feeling kind of lonely and isolated in a sense around that time because, you know, what do they say to do once you become a mom? It's all about, you know, joining mom groups and going, you know, once your kids are, you know, a little older and they can go to the park, it's like, go to the park and chat with a mom there. And that's all well and good. There's nothing really wrong with that. But for me personally, it wasn't really something that was fulfilling to me because, you know, mom's groups, is it seemed like, you know, all we talk about, we, we, we all gather together and we talk about our kids or we, when we go to the park, you know, we're talking about our kids. Our kids become this centralized topic among us as mothers. And, you know, it, it, again, it does make sense. You know, we are, when you're a mother, it's not only about you. It does become about our kids, of course, but I think. Once we get into that groove of this role of motherhood, it can be really easy to start using that almost like, almost like a crutch when it comes to meeting new people and talking about new things. We don't really share the deeper parts of ourselves. We know we can relate on motherhood and that ends up being what we talk about. And what ends up happening is eventually, when we only focus on our role as mothers, when we only share about who we are as mothers, it makes it really, really easy to forget about the other parts of ourselves. It's almost like this, just a slippery slope. You know, you transition into motherhood 
And this slippery slope happens where you really focus on that transition, but then you never really come out of that. You never really get to that point where you're ready to dive into your personal goals and interests outside of that. So it's not surprising to me in the slightest that so many moms lose sight of who they are because, you know, from the moment of a birth of our kids, it feels like we are only recognized as mom. And so if you're in this place now where you are a new mom or a seasoned one and you realize that you don't know who you are anymore, this is actually good news because having this awareness creates the space to take steps to reconnect with who you are. So with that said, let's talk about my two favorite personality assessments that I recommend that you take to help guide you on the path of self-discovery. So number one, this one is actually my all-time favorite personality assessment. I go back to it again and again, and it's on 16personalities.com. And this is a Myers-Briggs type indicator or it's known as the MBTI. You may have heard about the Myers-Briggs, and that's just going to be a personality type where you're going to receive a code of four letters, each of those letters describing something about your personality, and each of those letters working together to create this profile of, you know, a general profile of your personality. What I really love about this particular Myers-Briggs assessment is that, you know, after you fill out this inventory of questions and you get your personality type, you not only get your type in a short description of what it is, but you actually get this really in-depth profile that's going to help you really know what it is that you naturally gravitate towards. You're going to get like this huge introduction on what your personality type is like, and then they're going to break it down into subsections of like, you know, what does that mean for your romantic relationships? How does that show up in your motherhood? And it also shows, you know, what are your strengths? What are maybe some of your weaknesses? And it also has a section for, you know, what are some good career paths for your personality types. So it's actually really thorough and a really great resource, especially because, and I did mean to mention this earlier on, but this is a free assessment. And so I'm really impressed with the level of information that they give you in the free version. They do have an upgraded version where you pay for like this more in-depth report, but I have found that even the free version could go a really long way. So for me, once I really dug into what my personality type was, it really helped to make sense of, you know, things about myself that I think innately, like I knew, but it kind of got buried beneath the surface. It got buried in, you know, my role as a mother and it really did help to reflect back to me things about myself that have always been there. And so just to give you some examples of what would have been on my report, I was typed as an INFJ and they like to give titles to the personality type. So I was known as the advocate. And just to give you a quote from the report, it says, 
People with this personality type also aspire to fix society's deeper problems in the hope that unfairness and hardship can become things of the past. And I'm thinking, you know, hello, like this whole podcast would be a good example of that. This has been something on my heart for a number of years, and it has taken me a long time to say yes to God's call in my life to pursue this thing, but it has always been there. It has always been something that's been meaningful to me, of course, since I became a mother. So that just really makes a lot of sense, right? And then a strength that they pointed out for me was that, you know, that advocates are passionate, that we crave a sense of purpose in life, that rather than living on autopilot or sticking to the status quo, we want to chase after our ideals. We don't shy away from big dreams. And in fact, we are energized and impassioned by the beauty of the visions for the future. And again, that just rings so true for me on my life. So I won't leave you hanging on the weaknesses. I do have those, (laughs) unfortunately. But um, one of those that they highlighted was that I'm perfectionistic. And that is very true. That is something that I am still working very hard to, you know, overcome and not let get in my way. And yeah, just really not let that hold me back anymore. And like I said, I'm a work in progress, but I do feel that over the past year or two, I have gone a long way in not letting perfectionism yeah, hold me back in life. And so it's really nice to have those things highlighted to you. So you can kind of see what are the obstacles that I might be facing with my personality type and what are my strengths that I could use to help catapult me into, you know, greater personal growth. It can just be really enlightening in that way. And, you know, with our weaknesses, you know, those are some things that we can always take to prayer. We can always give those to God. We can always surrender those things to him and ask for help to overcome, to not let them get in the way of what it is that he's calling us to do in life. And then the other thing that I did want to mention was in the career paths, that's going to be a really awesome section to look at in greater detail because, you know, while you may not be trying to build a career at this point in time, it's still a really relevant section in terms of finding what it is that you might be interested in, what it is that you might be passionate about, what it is that you might enjoy, you know, investing your time in, maybe even as a hobby. So I would definitely recommend looking at that more in depth. So that is where I would suggest you start. It is a really in-depth, fun, free tool that you can use to just, like I said, have that jumping off point for getting reconnected with yourself, with your personality, who you are, all of the things. I did want to mention another one that I have found immense value in, and that one is called the Clifton Strengths Assessment. So this one is a little bit different in that it really tries to help you find what are your natural skill sets, what are your natural talents. And I and I don't mean talents in terms of, you know, being good at music or sports. It's more about how you show up and how you operate, how you function, how your brain works almost. And also kind of how you move through the world in terms of 
communicating with others, connecting with others, whether you work well alone or do better in teams, those kinds of things. And so this is a really great one that I liked to use to cross-reference with the Myers-Briggs assessment because it really does help solidify the results of these assessments where you could say, okay, these are two completely different assessments and I can see that you know, these areas are matching up on both. It just helps you to feel more confident in the results of your assessments as well. I do want to mention that the Clifton Strengths Assessment is a paid tool. I'm pretty sure there are 39 strengths. And if you pay $19.99, you will get your top five strengths. And I think for like $40, you get all 39 and they're all, you know, in chronological order from your strongest strength to the one that you're not so proficient in. So yeah, it is a paid tool. So like I said, I recommend doing it so that you can cross-reference this, but it's even if you just do the 16 personalities one, you're going to be well on your way to just greater self-awareness. So just to give you an example of some of the strengths that were in my top five One of those was that I am futuristic, which means that I'm inspired by the future and what's possible. And I really do enjoy communicating that vision and sharing that with others in the hopes that we can kind of create a better future. I like to see and envision what's possible. And if it's something that's deeply meaningful to me, you know, take those steps towards making that vision a reality. Two other strengths that were in my top five were significance, and that just means that I want to make a big impact. I want to live a deeply meaningful and intentional life where I'm walking in my purpose and I'm not just, you know, living life for myself, but I'm living life in a way that impacts others in a meaningful way and really does help to hopefully make the world a better place. And then the other one was restorative. And that strength is just a strength that means I'm, I'm good at dealing with problems. I'm good at figuring out what's wrong and finding out how to resolve that. And so as you can see how these things kind of, you know, can weave into the results that I would have had in the Myers-Briggs assessment. And you can see how it's kind of playing out in this mission with this podcast. So all of this to say that it can be really, really helpful to use these tools as a way to gain insight into who you are. And it provides a really great starting point when you want to make a positive change in your life, when you want to lean into the things that you are most interested in. But before you go and take these tests, I do want to give you a few tips so that you can increase your confidence in the results that you receive from taking these assessments. And the first tip is to be honest, be honest with yourself, be honest in your answers. Don't overthink them, but it can be really tempting to want to answer a certain way. And the reason I'm saying this is because I had this struggle, but you often find yourself tempted to answer in a way that kind of you know, maybe makes you feel like you're putting yourself in a better light. But when you do that, it's going to skew your results if it's not a truly authentic, genuine answer. So be as honest as possible. Don't worry about, you know, whether that's going to show up 
quote unquote negative on your report. It's not about that. We're humans. We are not perfect. We all have strengths and weaknesses. We all have struggles and obstacles and areas where we maybe need to grow in. So try to put that out of your mind when you're doing these assessments and be as honest as you possibly can. And then my second tip is to use these personality assessments as a guide. They're not an exact mold of who you are. You're going to read things in your report and they're going to really ring true for you. But don't worry if something's like, that feels like that's off. That's not a big deal. The point is to really just, like I said, give you that starting point, give you a little bit of insight just to reconnect with who you are. It's not about fitting into this box because God is way more creative than the 39 strengths on the Clifton Strengths or the 16 personalities that you're typed in on this assessment. God is way more creative than that when he made you. You are wholly unique. So just remember that, that this is a guide and it is not an exact mold of who you are. So here is your action step for this week. I want you to take time. I want you to schedule time to take one or both of these assessments I would advise that you give yourself a good 30 minutes of uninterrupted time where you can just lean into this, sit with it, and really just give it your full focus so that you can really, you know, spend time just getting to know yourself and and learning more about who you are. Schedule that on your calendar this week. Go and take these assessments. I am going to link them in the show notes for you and... Yes, take them and then definitely come share your results in my free Facebook group. Share your results, what you learned, any fun insights that you received from taking these assessments and see what information you found to be most helpful in them. All right, mama, that brings us to the end of today's episode. I hope you love it. And I strongly encourage you to set aside that time to pour into yourself and your journey to reconnect with who you are and embrace the multifaceted, remarkable woman God created you to be. Thank you so much for being here and hanging out with me today. If this episode helped or encouraged you in some way, I would love it if you could leave a written review and subscribe to the show over on Apple Podcasts. It means the world to me to know how this show is impacting your life and leaving your review helps other mamas find the Made to Be podcast as well. Share this episode with a mama friend who needs to hear this message and let her know that it might bless her. And finally, head over to madetobecommunity.com to join my free Facebook community to connect with me and other mamas just like you. And also, my email inbox is always open, so if you'd like, you can shoot me a message. Just head to the show notes and you can find my email address there. Praying over you, your dreams, and God's calling on your life. I'll see you in the next episode.